the Lou and Matt podcast. Welcome along to the Lou and Matt podcast. I'm doing it. I'm trying to match the vibe, Lou, sure. that we get at the intro there. Yeah. You know, it's softer vibe, I feel. Oh, are you feeling a softer vibe today? Yeah. yeah, nice. Well, just, you know, podcasting, Lou, it's um, it's not like the hustle and bustle of breakfast radio. It's no, no. It's all about easing you into the show. Isn't it? Yeah, it's like like you said. It's like matching you where you are. You might be you might be driving somewhere and listening to the Lou and Matt yeah. podcast, or you might be yeah. you might be in a factory. You you might be. Uh, sorry. Or wow. Or well, you got to talk up. Sorry though. about that. <laughs> or you might just be sitting on the couch. Yeah. You know, in a bean bag. Who has bean bags? Is it in anymore? a bean bag or on a bean bag? No, you're definitely, in a, you're definitely in. in a bean yeah. bag. Well, actually, funnily, is uh, funny you say that. I bought a bean bag. You did not. Yeah, a couple of weeks back. Worst decision I've ever made. Do you know what? We just threw away bags of beans oh. on the weekend that we had from two old bean bags, and the rats had been into them. Oh no! Oh, styrofoam everywhere. Oh, I tell you, it's it's a nightmare putting beans into a bean bag. I don't care how there many zips skill. they've got, and yeah. It's, it always ends up with a billion balls on the what? floor. Yeah, it does. And you don't want balls on the floor. <laughs> no, you don't. Um, <laughs> question, what made you buy a beanbag? Well, I was um, – I th- I Were thought, you feeling that 70s vibe? Or? <laughs> I just, it's fluffy too. Uh, oh, no, it it's not. not it's it not really? fluffy. I just thought it'd be a little a reading thing in my, my little oh, like man cave nook. room. Like a little reading yeah, nook. But it was Matt. a terrible decision and then I You're ended up buying a, a lazy bag, boy. Bag, <laughs> yes, that's what you need. <laughs> Ditch the beanbag. Get a lazy boy. Because the, then you've got a lever that gets you out of yeah, the chair. Yeah, I could hardly get up from the floor. <laughs> I thought they'd have find my body a week later. <laughs> he was engulfed by a beanbag. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, of course, uh, this week marks the first week of the New South Wales regional lockdown, the first one in 2021. It's been a while, but, you know, eight months in. Yeah. Uh, not long enough, really, when you t- think about it. <laughs> oh. Anyway, it might be a rough few months, but one day it's going to be a little bit better, which leads us to this. Need your input on this because I want us all to look into the future because one of these days, not sure when, probably realistically 2022, all of this crap will be over. All of the lockdowns will be over Mm -hmm. one day. Mm -hmm. All of the rules, all of the restrictions, all of the government control will be over. And Lou, I'm wondering, on one triple three five three, what are you most looking forward to? Lou, what are you most looking forward to? I am looking forward to going on um, our Sicily trip. Remember I'd organised a walking um, tour of Sicily with some great local girls. Yeah. Most looking forward to that, hopefully, next year. That's the plan. Yeah. And that was, you were going to do that last year, right? Yeah, we were going to do it last year in August. You know what I'm most looking forward to? I'm in a trip, uh, you know, in Australia or overseas would be great. Don't get me wrong, just the freedom to do that. But... I would. I just can't wait for the freedom to be able to duck down to Melbourne to go and say watch the Crows play when they play in Melbourne, yeah, or the Grand enough. Prix, or you know the sporting events. Just that we used to just go. Oh, I'm just going to duck down to to Melbourne to go and see it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Oh, man, freedom. His yeah. life's changed a lot. Hasn't I know, it? hasn't it? One triple three five three. Rebecca from Lavington. What are you most looking forward to when all the rules and restrictions are gone? Absolutely live music. Um, oh, yes. Live music. 
mysteriously was shattered when Red Hot Summer Tour was cancelled at the last minute. And yeah. And they had uh, tickets to Boy and Bear and it was cancelled and then cancelled again. And yeah. Um, and also the theatre. Like um, we had yeah. tickets to School of Rock and that was a bit disappointing too. So, but yeah, absolutely live music. Yeah, big yeah, concerts again. Enough. And just being able, yeah. and there were all, you know, through the year there'd be at least three, four, five of them you yeah. were looking forward to going and seeing, whether oh, it was down absolutely. in Melbourne or up here. Oh, up yeah. Here. yeah, and Rod Stewart at Day on the Green, like that's been postponed quite a few times. Yeah, um, absolutely. Supposed to be going ahead next year in March. Yeah. But Fingers crossed. We can, only, <laughs> we can only look forward to it, can't we? <laughs> oh, yeah, I hope so. Yeah, we really need it. And it's just devastating for the whole industry, not just the musicians, that's but right. so true. everything else. All right, so, it'll be over yeah. soon, hopefully. Thanks, Rebecca. <laughs> no worries. And I uh, asked the question on our Facebook page, Triple N, The Border. Got some interesting responses and t- some that you would obviously expect. So, like, Brendan wants to go on holiday with his girlfriend and, you know, why wouldn't you just just bugger off somewhere awesome yeah. without uh, having to worry about being able to get home? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, imagine that. Mel, how's this? She's got an Antarctica trip booked for next year. Oh, I wonder yeah, if that's that. that would that be the one where you f- just fly over, or whether you so. go I to? Don't know. We'll have to track her down, and uh, she's a friend of the show, um, Mel. So we'll be able to talk to her about that at some point. And uh, Fiona just says she just wants to get out of Albury. She says, "I love this town, but I just need to spread my wings." Oh, hallelujah to that, I know what you're Fiona. About. One of these days, it is going to happen. Hopefully, next year, and the more people get those jabs. Hopefully, fingers crossed, taking the governments at their word will be free sooner rather than later. Let's hope so. And for 50% of us, today marks the first weekday of lockdown 2.0. We're so inexperienced, Lou, about lockdown life in regional New South Wales. Newbies. I know, but this man is a veteran of six lockdowns. Footy champ and lockdown champ, Wayne Schwoss, live from Melbourne. (laughs) What a good point. (laughs) I tell you, very... Actually, very good by you, Knucklehead. Uh, normally, don't bring the funny stuff, but that's actually a good intro. I've been called, been called many things. Lockdown champ is something that is new to me, but I'm mm-hmm. gonna, I'm gonna claim it because, Embrace like my it. fellow Melburnians, over 200 days of lockdown, so I oh. think that we're reasonably well placed to be able to support our New South Welshmen um, and uh, offer some advice with regards to how we've been able to look after ourselves. Yeah, yeah. well, hopefully we've Definitely. only got seven days here. They've got um, they're entering their eighth week up in Sydney, but here in regional New South Wales, it's only one week. So hopefully we'll get mm-hmm. through it because Lou's living it up in regional Victoria. <laughs> never, at the never moment, say. So. Can I just say to you, don't <laughs> jinx it. Never say <laughs> only one week, Swatter. Yeah. Yeah, no, mistake. no. Oh, what a, what a, just put him on the bench, Lulu. Uh, what, what you read, hear and see is not even remotely accurate at the moment. This thing moves and moves quickly, so do the decisions and so do the people that make yeah, them. So fair call. buckle up. If it happens, Matt, then be happy, but just be prepared in the event that things roll right. on a little bit further. We'll be talking to you uh, much more about that uh, expect, later in the week and early some next texts. week. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now, there's four topics. We have to go fairly quickly through each of them, but the great man, mm. Eddie Betts, is likely to call time on his 350-game career, a superstar for the Crows and obviously for Carlton. Great man, Swatter. Yeah, fantastic career. 350 games, a lot of football. A very, very select group of people play that amount of footy over a long period of time. He, look, he's been a terrific player. Um, uh, mercurial, 
unbelievable. Only uh, things that he's capable of doing. And I think I think also importantly, his continued commitment to challenge the racism issue. Uh, not only within our game, but also broadly through the community, is something that I think he'll be regarded, regarded and respected for uh, for a long time after his footy career. Yeah. Now, uh, this is why Lou's flawed when it comes to talking footy with you, Swatter, because she's only got her eyes firmly set on the top half of the top eight. She won't mm-hmm. even talk about She probably doesn't even know who's battling it out for eighth spot because no the Lions are... Don't care. We're a number five. <laughs> Told you, Swatter. Yep, yep that's, all, that's all she's got to do. Lou just knows exactly oh, a woman you. that knows what she wants is a dangerous woman. Indeed. Now, just uh, let, let her be. What, what, what are you actually trying to suggest? Essendon. Matt? Now, where are they in Swatter for good now? Because I reckon West Coast are Gonski. You're Gonski, so you're giving the tips when I'm the expert. I've played 282 games. I've told you a million times over 13 years, Matt. Do not drift into my area. Do not drift into my area. If I 1.5 metres, Matt. Thank you, Matt. If I had pet fingers and push buttons, then I'd do your role, but I don't. You ring me up for my expert commentary, please. I'm right. Uh, so thoughts, in, what are thoughts? Are West Coast, yes, I think they are. Lock them in. <laughs> All right, and finally, uh, the great man Clarko. Will Hawthorne live to regret this ridiculous decision to get rid of the greatest coach in the game? I reckon they already are, aren't they, privately? Good, Ooh. good, good stuff. Now, you said like, there were there were four things. That was only three. What's the fourth? Oh, I do have West Coast written down, but they're Gornsky. We don't need to talk about them. So no, well, you picked okay. it, though, I think. <laughs> I did. I did also pick uh, Hawthorne to beat uh, the Bulldogs on the weekend. If you go back on to the uh, recording last Friday, no too. text messages coming my way over the weekend like that. Yeah. Uh, Bubba and Lefty, quick update. <laughs> um, I have had to put them into a container which is currently sitting <laughs> underneath a warehouse. I hope there's ventilation uh, in this. There, there's a little vent. They are breathing through a straw, which they have to share at the moment, and I've got them locked under tight lock and key until we get a lifting of restrictions, and then I tell you what, I'm putting them on the back of the lorry and I'm shoving them to New South Wales. I'm done. Then I'll get the tattoo, I swear. All right, Wayne yeah, Trost, thanks. You swear, all right, especially when you get a tattoo. It's real. <laughs> Six lockdown veteran. We'll talk to you again on Friday. <laughs> and I reckon, Lou, that scamming is just out of control at the moment, the amount of scam stuff going on. Yeah, and they make it look so attractive. Let's find out how to spot a scam website and not get sucked into what looks like the bargain of a lifetime. David Hind is the Director of Verifier Cybersecurity here in Albury-Wodonga, and he joins us. Good morning, David. Good morning, Matt and Lou. So, David, um, I must confess, I have done a little bit of online shopping when uh, our south side of the border was locked down. Um, if you need to get something, it's a bit hard. Not all the shops are open. Now, <clears throat> I have found since I've done some shopping online that I have been getting all of these things that pop up, especially on Facebook, that just look, I'm going to say it, too good to be true, but they're very enticing. Now, what are these sites and are they all scams? Uh, not all of them. Um, some sites can be very legitimate and look very legitimate. Some sites are set up by great designers and they're definitely scams. And they're, they're eventually they're not too hard to spot. Yeah, okay. Yeah. How do we spot them? I normally look for method of payment is yes. the main one. Yeah. Do they put someone between you and them like PayPal, Zip, and Afterpay, or do they ask you for a money order, some sort of card, a wire transfer, especially? Yeah. Oh, they're the okay. big one. Yeah. So I have a rule, and it's very simple. If they don't have PayPal, I'm extremely reluctant to press confirm. <laughs> 
I am very, very similar. And even when I do say credit card payment, I've got a separate credit card, a debit card that I would just load with the ah. amount of money for that one transaction. So if they do steal the credit card numbers, which has happened once about two years ago, really? I just get another credit card. Yeah, and that was going to be my other question, actually, David. So how do you stop them from getting your money? Like if they, okay, you make your payment, um, but then for them to be able to then access your details, and how are they getting our details in the first place? Oh, well, they could purchase your... Um, the internet is full of social media scrapers that um, take all of your details, names, addresses, they'll go to your Facebook page, and they'll build up a profile. You may have been specifically targeted because you were talking on your social media platforms about some Hermes handbag, and they know that, and they'll target you because of that. Man, it's wow. so dodgy. It is so scary. And the thing is, too, you look at some of the deals and you go, oh, that's a really good deal, and you and you do want to take advantage of it. Are there any other tel- telltale signs that would, that would make them really obviously scam sites? Oh, definitely. I normally go on this rule, retailers have competed for years and the average low price is about the right price. So anything they sell, anyone anyone wants to sell, say 20% under that, that's more than likely a scam or it's um, some fake brand that someone can afford to sell cheap because they bought it for 10%. Yeah, makes sense. So um, you're not going to find anything 80% cheaper that's legit, especially if it doesn't have a PayPal or something in between you and the and the payment. Not. Yeah, great advice. Yep. Fantastic advice. And if people are still worried about their cyber security, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you, David? Oh, um, we're in Swiss Street in Albury. Um, just do a Google for Verifier. And the best, way, the best thing they can do right now, go to Scamwatch, the Australian Government website, have a quick learn and prepare yourself. And when you go out there, you'll be better um, fueled to fight this problem. Perfect. David from Verifier, thank you so much. Thank you, Matt and Lou. TV has never been more important than right now with all of the lockdowns and stuff going on. So from tvblackbox.com.au, it's time for our weekly dose of telly. Sometimes in life, the gods smile upon you, my friends. You got that right. My dingling. TV Talk with Steve Mulk. We need some great suggestions, don't we, Lou? We certainly do. And, Molka, you're the man with the greatest suggestions. What have you got for us? It's very generous, Matt and Lou. I'm calling in from my couch-infested bunker right now. Um, Look, there's... there's (laughs) That's what we want out of a TV expert. (laughs) (laughs) There's there's heaps on TV, even just kicking off this week. Last night, great new Australian drama on the ABC called The Newsreader. Yes. um, Set in the 80s. Um, It looks inside a TV newsroom. And all of the craziness that that is off screen as much as it is on screen. Ooh, see, I love That's that already. Cool. That is it sounds a, great. Is it a bit like um, Frontline? Um, well, without the gags and without okay. the fact yeah, that it's, it's obviously serious. drama. It's serious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, look, Anatole Sam Reed, William McInnes is an absolute monster. It is so great. Check that out on mm-hmm. iView and, and over the next five weeks. Um, Question Everything kicks off on Wednesday night on the ABC with Will Anderson and Chan Fran. They're basically looking at the rise and rise of fake news oh, and how do yep. we how do we get uh, our news and what does it mean and how has it been changed in how it's been delivered to us. That's a, a panel show, so that'll be worth checking well, out. That Question interesting. Everything. Yeah, yeah. Mock, you heard some good reports for uh, mm-hmm. about RFDS as well, the Royal yeah. Flying Doctors show. Wednesday night on 7, 8.30-ish. Um, it is really good. Like, really good. The first episode went to air last week. Catch up on 7 Plus. Otherwise, watch it week to week. It's re- it's great. Steve Peacock, Rob Collins, 
Justine Clark, phenomenal, mm-hmm. great storytelling. Um, there's also uh, Nine Perfect Strangers, starring Nicole Kidman, Melissa McCarthy. It was filmed up in Byron Ooh. Bay wow. end of last year. Um, it is uh, uh, what's the name? Uh, Leanne Moriarty, uh, who did the what was the one that had? Oh, you know, Nicole Kidman in it last time. Um, <laughs> it's it's really good. Oh, it's about um, a wellness. Pretty retreat. Little Lies or whatever it is. No, what something like that was. Oh, it? the oh. the undoing. Like I don't know. No, it's not the undoing. No, but I know what you mean. Um, no, but that, that had series. Nicole Kidman in it. <laughs> well done for paying attention. So did Australia, um, but he's not talking about that. <laughs> My girlfriend loved a, that show. A wellness retreat, but it's not what you think it is. Ooh, it's it very it's super good. intriguing. Yes. It is a great watch. I smashed six episodes, and the first three start this week on Amazon Prime Video. Okay, good. Um, also on Amazon Prime Video, it's a documentary, believe it or not, about Val Kilmer. Oh, you've got to watch this. I, oh, yeah, you've seen it? I was so engrossed. I'll tell you how engrossed I was watching this. It was quite cold when I was sitting in front of the fire. The fire went out while I was watching this show. You didn't pause it? Be- no, because I was so engrossed. Get I didn't out. even notice that the fire went out because well, we never let the well, fire go out at home. That's a double it's, A rating right It is there. amazing. Mm. And Val Kilmer, to me... Very, very misunderstood, and it just made gave me pause and made me think. You never know what is going on in someone's life or in their mind, so don't no, ever assume that you do. Absolutely, the original Iceman, the second Batman, uh, and a man with a whole lot going on in his personal life, as oh, you suggested, yeah. Lou. Yep, it's an amazing watch. It's just called Val. Yeah, I'm, I'm about so halfway it. through, it's and brilliant. it's bloody awesome. All right, finally, Mulkey, we've only got yes. about thirty seconds left. Have you got any tips? For people, because you, where you are at Central mm. Coast, where you've been living, you've been in lockdown now for seven or going on eight weeks. You got any yep. tips for how to survive lockdown for our first week here, north side of the border? Yeah, look, a tribal council every other night is usually pretty good. <laughs> That's um, what they need to have in the government. Just have a tribal council. Yeah, yeah. Could we please vote oh someone out, Lord. Jeebus? Yes. All uh, right. It really bites you in the butt when they land on the jury, though. I love it. <laughs> Steve Mogg. Thanks, mate. Stay safe. We'll talk to you again next week. Thanks, guys. Get your jab. The kids are in uh, remote learning. Is that what they call it, Lou? Yeah, home learning, homeschooling. There's a whole lot of different things they call it. North side of the border this time, and they haven't had a lot of experience doing that because, of course, it's mainly been south side. Mm -hmm. But uh, one of a great mate of the show, Kate Stevens, is a teacher, uh, Lou, locally at Trinity, Mm -hmm. uh, Year Sixes, and he joins us. Kate, good morning. Good morning, Matt. Good morning, Lou. How are we going? Yeah, good. Now, Cade, you didn't have a lot of time to get ready for this um, for this lockdown and uh, home learning for your students. Um, uh, how's it going so far? Um, yeah, we had a we had a day yesterday. Last time this um, this happened last year, we had a few days at school planning, um, and we sort of um, saw it coming. But we had a we had a planning day at school yesterday where we were able to get together and build some matrices. It was kind of prepped. Um, yeah. In, in the plan that this, you know, this may happen. Yep. So I guess we were on the front foot in some ways, or a lot of ways, and, um, yeah, put together some parent letters and sent them out yesterday, and we're all good to go at 9 o'clock this morning. Yeah, excellent. So what do you find is the toughest thing for the kids? Because I was saying earlier, we were talking to our parenting expert, um, Dr. Justin Coulson, and he was saying with um, especially primary school-aged kids, that their attention span for home learning is probably only a, a two to three hours a day max. 
Yeah, that's right. And it'll be unrealistic for, for us to expect the the students to be engaged in front of a screen from nine o'clock till yeah. three ten, which is the, the normal hours at school. Um, so we've modified um, modified that a fair bit and we'll be grade five, six is a, a checking in um, for three lessons throughout the day through Zoom. So um and the the kinder to four, uh, they'll be working yeah, on yeah. learning learning matrices kind of at their own oh, pace. That's good. That's good. Yeah. All right. Now, be- before you go, because I know you've got your class, your first class at nine o'clock, uh, footy. Now, you are the uh, the coach and uh, great player, of course, for Brock Burham and Lavi before that. Um, the rumour is that you're not going to be coaching. Well, it's pretty much not a rumour now. You're not going to be coaching next year. <laughs> are you going to be playing, though, for Brock Burham? Uh, at this stage, I w- I'd love to, but it, I'm just unsure at the moment. Um, I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd definitely be around and be involved at the club, um, but at what capacity that is at this stage is... Um, I was kind of waiting until the end of this season to, to make that decision, but um, the, the end of the season's crept up a little bit quicker than... Yeah, no I footy now. So, so no footy for, for at least this week, and yeah. um, who knows? So I'll... Yeah, I'll probably make that decision once the season ends or maybe even after a few few months off and, and then go from there. All right, I'd love to see you back, you and Big Matty Sider. All right, Kate Stevens, uh, you've got to prep for your classes in 20 minutes. Thanks so much for joining us, mate, and, uh, and have a good uh, run of homeschooling and then back to it in class. Will do. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, Lou. It's Lou and Matt. It's the Borders 105.7. Triple M. <laughs> By some miracle... Uh, Lou, I've actually remembered to keep the car. Oh, what? My first vaccine. Where, where did you, did you just put your hand in the pocket of your trackies and find that <laughs> right now from the last time? And look, it's not even dog-eared. No, it's not. Where, where did you I keep it? I put it straight in my little wallet. And, wow. and I've left it there. And today, uh, so the first one, 23, 3rd of the 7th. Today, I get the second dose and then fully vaxxed. It is double jab Tuesday after all today on Triple M. Two of your... Uh, songs from your favourite artists after nine, and I've decided to mark the um, the day by getting the second jab. Now I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> You've done it on purpose. Yeah, to coincide with double jab Tuesday. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to it. Now talk talk me through it, Lou. So, um, yep. you got your second jab last week, last Wednesday, and you said it was uh, really, really busy. It was pretty busy when I went oh, for the first one. It was busier than the first time I went at the hub um, in Wodonga. Yeah, so you know it's the old. Um, uh, the old Coles building, and that big car park at the back was full. Really? Yeah, yeah. Whew. So, you know, it's like it's the Henry's car park and the Coles, and there's a few other businesses around there, obviously, that use that car park, but it's a big car park, so it was chocolates. Chocolate. Yeah, so yeah. you might – I had to drive around a little bit to find a park. How long did it take you in and out, you reckon? Now, now that's including a 15-minute uh, wait that you've got to stay there to make sure. Yeah, yeah. No... Oh, I was, all, I was all done within half an hour. Yeah, they're I pretty reckon. quick. They Initially, yeah. when, you, when you look at it, you go, oh, God, this is going to take hours. But yeah, geez, but no, you're in and out quick. They're very. It's a well-oiled machine in there because you go in, they sort of check you in, ask you a couple of questions. Oh, they hand sanitize you as you walk in. Yeah, there's someone there giving you hand <laughs> yeah. sanitizer. Um, and take obviously, your and you too. check in and all that stuff. And um, then yeah, it's it's pretty quick. And they've got all those cubicles, and you just quickly go in there and just um, something that you might not think of if you don't have like vaccines regularly, especially ladies, um, wear something that where you can expose your arm really easily. So if you're wearing, like I wear a lot of layers, wear a short sleeve shirt so you can pull your sleeve up. 
mm. underneath your jumper sort of thing so that they because I had to like pull my arm out of all of my clothes which yeah, is fine too but stay. but yeah just a just a thought and usually because I did my left arm because I'm right-handed so they usually do your non-dominant Lucky that uh, I'm always wearing tank tops when I leave uh, work, Lloyd. Sure, um, and, and not shy to get the guns out <laughs> either. So um, are you just waiting for one of those photographers to be taking a photograph no, of you and saying, oh, Matthew, arms. Matthew I'm not Griffith. looking good at the moment. <laughs> showing no. off both barrels today. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's, uh, if you're not doing it for yourself, do it for the greater good. That's what I reckon because, uh, as we discussed earlier, I wouldn't be getting this just based off the virus itself. I'm doing this so we can all be free sooner yeah. rather than later. Ditto. Absolutely. Because we can't continue like this and the only way out very clearly is to get the vaccine. And if that means, you know, be slightly uncomfortable, then so what? Just get it done. Get vaccinated. Yeah. It's Lou and Matt. The Lou and Matt Podcast. And that's it for the Lou and Matt podcast. There'll be another one Friday for you. And don't forget, you can catch us on the radio, 6 o'clock weekday mornings on the Borders 105.7, Triple M.